Welcome to the Reminger Report podcast on emerging technologies. Reminger Co. LPA is a full-service law firm with over 150 lawyers spread across 14 offices and serving states throughout the Midwest. My name is Zach Pyers, and I'm a partner in Reminger's Columbus, Ohio office. And I'm Kenton Steele, an associate in Reminger's Columbus office. This podcast on emerging technologies will examine how changes in technology and business models affect our daily lives and how the law is adapting to respond to these changes. Welcome to today's episode of the Reminger Report podcast, where Zach and I will be continuing the discussion we've been having in the past few episodes about the insurance industry. And today we'll be talking about the impact that technology has had on insurance agencies and the relationships that insurance agencies have with their customers. So Zach, can you please tell us a little bit about how technology is changing the insurance industry? Absolutely. So it's a as I'm sure you're probably aware, that's a really broad question. Um, and as we've seen in our discussions over the last four episodes, both that with Melanie Irvine from Branch Insurance and John Kinkoff from the Howden Shield Agency, we've highlighted a number of areas in which technology has been impacting both the insurance carriers as well as the insurance agencies, and then ultimately the customers or the insureds um, in the industry. Um, and so we have seen some really broad and, and sweeping um, changes in this area. And so we kind of break these down, at least for our purposes. I, I think about the, the technology changes. First, the impact the, the carriers, right, the insurance companies. And there have been a, a number of technological advances that we'll discuss in a later episode as it relates to both their underwriting processes, as it relates to their claims processes, um, and as it relates to even how they they have applications and, and work with and communicate with the insureds, their customers. And so we'll be talking about that, you know, in a later juncture. But then there's also been um, a, a, a significant change in the way a lot of the agencies deal with or communicate and write policies for their own customers, which is what we're going to be kind of talking about today. And so you think about the change in which um, insurance agencies have operated and the way that their customers have kind of had this relationship with the agencies and how it has changed over the last, you know, 50 plus years, we've seen technology changes significantly impacted, some of which I think are readily available or readily apparent to many of us. For example, the, um, you know, the advent of email, right? And so instead of having regular mail and face-to-face communications and telephone, we now have email. And so, you know, from a most basic perspective, we have a lot of communication and a lot of policies that are written exclusively through email that probably historically that just wouldn't have been an option, right? Um, And so a lot – and you have underwriting decisions which went from very quick to very long to being back to very quick, which is changing how these – these changes are impacting both the agencies and the the kind of the customers. So Zach, can you um, tell us more about uh, what you mean by – uh, changes related to the underwriting process. 
Sure. So the underwriting process really affects or really is done more by the the carrier, right, the insurance company, than it is the actual insurance agent, right? And the insurance agents do not necessarily calculate what the premiums will be or analyze the risk. The agent's job really more is to, you know, understand what the customer is requesting and then communicate that to the carrier, right, or carriers because it maybe they're trying to place it with multiple different insurance carriers to find the best price and the best coverage and um, and the best overall insurance package for their client. But, you know, what we've seen from the underwriting processes um, from years and years ago, I remember and having these conversations with, you know, insurance agents and insurance brokers who have worked in this field for, you know, decades. And, and they told, have told me stories, and probably some of these listeners may have known, that there were time periods where like a commercial general liability policy, which is what, um, you know, a lot of businesses have, would have been written and underwritten based upon, you know, tables that were in books that the, the insurance brokers kept in the back of their car. And so the insurance broker or agent may pull up to a company, the company may ask, you know, for insurance coverage at a certain amount. And that agent could go to the car, pull out these books and run through some tables based upon the number of employees, the gross sales, and a couple of other variables and very quickly calculate what the premiums would be for the amount of coverage, right? And they had a standard form policy that could then just be filled in with a pen signed on the spot and then bound with a with a check. So the underwriting, right, was largely done based upon an analysis and a calculation way before that specific risk even went to to be underwritten, right? And then you went to a, uh, a you you kind of got away from that into a period where underwriting oftentimes took longer because there was an application process where more information was sought and then analyzed and then crunched um, at a home office by underwriters, which then took a longer process, right? Because you had underwriters looking at more specific variables and and a greater number of variables to try to be more specific with the amount of risk that was being taken. And, and the goal obviously was to more accurately base the premium on the risk that these individual or that the carriers were writing. And now we've seen that happen, but what we've seen uh, the companies go back to being able to offer quicker quotes because now a lot of these carriers, which I'll talk about later, are using more sophisticated computer algorithms and computer-based software um, at a minimum to be able to quote this faster, right? And so then they only need manual overview from an underwriter um, when we've got a situation where the risk is somehow unique, right? Let's say the home is an old historic home. Let's say the um, is in a historic community, and then if it was rebuilt, it'd have to be rebuilt to the historic standards, which would drive up the cost of the replacement value. You have these type of issues that are now arising. And so, but what we've seen is we've seen that the underwriting um, has been changing and has been has been advancing as far as that goes to be a little bit more of a quicker process. So, Zach, when we're talking about insurance and the consumer relationship to their insurance policy, obviously one of the most important 
aspects of that is uh, the time when people need insurance, when they have to make a claim for a loss. So can you tell us a little bit about what impact technology has had on a customer's claim experience? So what we've seen is we've seen a lot of companies try to embrace a quicker claim process, right? One of the areas I think that you see a lot of customer dissatisfaction, right, is in the claim process because really this is the time when the the customer is interacting most with the insurance carrier. Uh, if you're like me, you know, oftentimes your insurance your insurance bills come due once a year or you know maybe twice a year um, depending upon what type of policies you're talking about and I pay them and I don't really think about it after that and that's really my only only interaction with my insurance company unless I have a claim and so to make the process smoother we've seen insurance carriers start to utilize a variety of technologies but really, when you look at the uh, customer-facing technologies, what we've seen, and when we talk about this, is the use of apps, right, applications on your smartphones um, that have utilized or have allowed the carriers to kind of potentially streamline the process. So we have, cl- pe- we have customers being able to fill out um, their claims on the apps, be able to take photos, upload information. It's immediately tied to the insurance policy, the vehicle. Let's say it's a motor vehicle accident. You can immediately identify the vehicle that was involved in the accident. You can show the areas or photos of where the damage may have occurred um, and start to outline the description of the loss, right? Maybe it was a hailstorm, so it was in your driveway. Maybe it was a fender bender where someone rear-ended you. You can photograph the areas where the loss transpired um, and, and the other accident scene and document it. And then that way the claim file's already started and there's already documentation available as to exactly what happened, um, where and when, which is going to be necessary for the insurance carrier to begin their claims analysis. And so what we're seeing, I mean, and request a tow truck, right? We've got a lot of that where they, the way they report the claim, um, and they've got a tow truck driver that they may send, um, out immediately, which also just aids you, right? It makes the process a little bit smoother. And so uh, rather than having to call somebody, they're going to request information, they're going to call you back, then you're going to have to email some of it to them. This back and forth process is the goal is right to try to consolidate it and streamline it to make it more customer friendly um, and more intuitive. And so we're seeing a lot of the changes in the claim technology that are customer facing in order to help that process uh, kind of go more smoothly. Zach, obviously, before we get to any of these issues with underwriting or a claim, the policy has to be sold. And um, that, of course, happens through, you know, the marketing by insurance agents and in some instances, the carriers who are going to actually, you know, uh, write the policies. So how are insurance agents and carriers changing their marketing strategies in light of the new technologies available? So, you know, when we talk about historical marketing from the agent's perspective, a lot of agents secured a lot of their business by being the only insurance agent in town. Or if you were one of many insurance agents, you would actively, you know, be a member in the community, right? So 
in order to be an insurance agent, you also had to be a member of the Lions or the Kiwanis or the Rotary. You also had to be a member of the church board. You had to be on school board or you needed to be um, a member of the Farm Bureau or the Manufacturers Association or the Chamber of Commerce. And so the thought was is that you were connected with people and those people needed insurance and those people would ask you know, for you for your insurance and as a result, you would essentially get more business and more work. And most of your business came from referrals in one form or another. And while certainly it's true that referrals serve as a huge portion of, of work in a marketing strategy, whether whatever service industry you're in, whether it's an accounting or insurance or real estate or even lawyers, what we're seeing now is more targeted marketing, right? And we're seeing this targeted marketing come in the forms of of, of more technologically savvy um, marketing. And so what we're seeing is we're seeing the use of social media, a lot of targeted social media. And so we all we see that rising, right? It's not just beyond having a website because most agencies and most and almost all the carriers have websites and you're going to see those being advertised. But what we're seeing now is an increased use of targeted marketing, especially in social media, to try to reach out um, and secure those those policies um, that may not have previously been obtained. And following up on that point with social media, I think for a lot of people, that is kind of their their most common touch point for uh, using new technologies is, you know, the way they interact with social media platforms that they might be on. Does an increase in the use of social media have an impact on the insurance market more broadly? Yeah. And so one of the things, well, I think it's a great marketing tool. I think one of the risks that insurance agents have um, is how they use the social media and their social media presence, right? And I think that if I recall correctly, I believe, and I honestly, I just can't remember if John Kinkoff and I had this discussion on the record or off the record, um, but one of the things that I know that John and I had spoke about is the use of social media, for example, in his agency, the Houghton Child Agency, and about how he's got to be very careful because customers nowadays think that they can communicate in any platform where they can connect with somebody. And so, for example, if they see their insurance agent on Facebook, can I just send them a private message and say, hey, I need to increase my insurance coverage from 100,000 to 300,000? Is that going to be sufficient, right? And and if I'm the insurance agent, that's really hard to keep track of. Um, It's really hard to keep track of a private message because I may not be doing business straight out of my Facebook and now I've got to remember that I've got this message and I need to get it over. And so it's very, very um, important and sometimes difficult when to balance, right, the ability to maintain a social media profile, to communicate with clients in, in that fashion from a marketing perspective, but also simultaneously limit the communications as it relates to potentially business, binding coverage, increasing rates, uh, changing vehicles, these sort of things, the nature and the communications on these social media platforms um, is sometimes confusing. And then the other issue that you've got, right, is that some of the communication may be private, some of it may be public. And so you, you've got to balance, right, people's privacy interests and or information about, um, you, you know, their personal financial um, issues with that of like of with that of more general or broad um, issues that can come up, 
So what we're seeing is while social media is a phenomenal advancement in many ways from a marketing perspective, ability to connect people, it also runs the risk of helping to blur the lines of what is and is not a proper you know, communication or channel of communication between the agencies and their customers. That'll conclude our discussion for today on um, changes to the insurance industry in light of new technological developments. Please be sure to join us next week where we'll continue this discussion and uh, expand upon it by talking about the way that technology is changing the way that insurance carriers do business. Mm -hmm.